<laughs> hey, Alan. Welcome to hey. the podcast. I'm here with Alan Howard. I am so excited. This is finally happening, Alan. <laughs> it's only been about a year, you know. So I mean, we've, so busy. we've been trying for a while. <laughs> no, you're so busy. Well, we're both Howards, so, you know, we, we got things to do. We got things to do. <laughs> um, well, it. I'm... It, I'm excited to introduce you to the audience. I mean, I know you well. Um, Ellen and I are not related, but we are like family. So uh, I met Alan uh, when I was in Seattle, uh, which was, gosh, four or five, five years ago. At five, this five, six years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and besides the fact that we both share the same last name, we've connected on many different levels. Alan is originally from Chicago. Um him and his wife and family are just uh, absolute amazing human beings and are doing some great work um, in the areas of community and small business building. So I will not do any uh, any of your introduction justice. So I'm going to bounce to you, Alan. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what impact you're looking to make on the world. Oh, my goodness. Uh, first of all, <laughs> thank you for just being you. Like, honestly, I guess an honor and a privilege and a pleasure uh, to be here. Uh, like you said at the top of the top of the show here it's, we've been trying to get this together for for a while and um just just a pleasure and honor and um so so yeah i mean i'm so my name is alan howard the second and i think you kind of summed it there we've we've known each other for almost six years and uh we first met it was just like mm-hmm. first of all the last name i'm like well i don't know too many howards you know we tried to figure out are we related in any way and we found out that that's not the case and so, you know, that was, first of all, that was an epic beginning to our, to our friendship <laughs> there. And now here we are. Um, but, but no, I mean, my, my journey started back in Chicago in the eighties. And so some of the work that I'm doing now is I'm working with clients. I'm a certified life coach. And um, so my wife and I, we have an in-home steam based academy, bite-sized academy. And so we work together in these realms. I do a little bit of coaching. She does social emotional learning. Um, just for simplifications, I don't want to uh, downplay it, but she does a lot more than that. Um, but we started off just not knowing kind of what, you know, what direction we wanted to go down. And I've always had this passion for really helping people and wanting to just understand kind of, you know, what what makes people tick and how how can they win with the right mindset. And so my journey started back. Oof back in Chicago and not, I don't know if I would, how deep we want to get just yet, but I'll, I'll talk more about my story there, but started there. And then I came out to Seattle, I uh, worked for a, a couple of companies for about 15 plus years and did some work there, engineering work, um, electrical engineering work. And then I also did some, some corporate kind of coaching, which I fell in love with. And I think that's when I started to go down this path of, well, what else is there besides just, you know, engineering widgets or building aircraft or, um, just being in the tech space. And so started down this road of self-discovery and, you know, got certified last year as a Jay Shetty certified life coach. And um, I'm sure we'll get into more of the story, but that's kind of where I think culture and, and just mindset started for me. And that's kind of what I'm on now, this journey of really trying to help people win. Um, meaning we're not, we don't have all the tools when we're, when we're born to understand kind of the, the psychology of you know what we're born into you know maybe our parents um there's so many things that that happens when you're 
you know, you're born in the, into an environment that you, you're, you're not familiar with. And so I had to learn some of those skills as I kind of made my way out of Chicago. But the, to answer your question about the, the work that I'm doing, the impact that I'm trying to create now is I'm realizing that a lot of people grow up without just an understanding of where they want to go, directions, or just the tools to, to cope with some of the life situations that they might be born into. And as I've gone through my journey and my path, I realized, okay, I need to, first of all, be an example of what's possible. I can't expect somebody to, to just give me things. I have to go out and try to understand, you know, what the needs are of, of not only myself, but my family. And so I went down this path of self-discovery and just realized there's a lot of black and brown people that don't have um, access to, just mindfulness um, principles, mindfulness practices, um, just healthier ways of living. And so that really intrigued me and, and I got really interested in, okay, how do I get this information? How do I learn about the things that I didn't know? And then how do I package that in a way and how do I give it back to my community in a way that's fun, that's practical, um, that's not um, like a personal aggrandizement of, of who I am, right? It's just more of a, mm-hmm. I'm giving it back in the organic way. And so using some of the, the 15 plus years of corporate experience, now paired with my certified coaching, I try to come with a holistic view and, and we help our community in that way and our families uh, the best way we can with all the information that we have now. And, um, you know, just trying to be an example of what's possible, honestly, because once again, everybody's not born with um, the same amount of resources or the same amount of understanding. So that, that's, that's what's intrigued me, the, the mind and how people operate and make decisions. So just really want to get deeper into that work and understand so I can, you know, just help people in those, in those arenas. Yeah, no, that, that's wonderful. And, um, you know, I know the, the business that you all have, um, the, the Academy, I'd love to hear just more about that and how that's connected because I think, you and your family, you and your wife in particular, who are running the business, but also you, you have your coaching practice. So yeah. you're kind of hitting different systems with your work collectively. So tell us more about the Academy, um, <laughs> because I think that is um, a really important, important piece to the story. No, absolutely. Um, I, I can't, I can't start this story without giving my wife um, just the utmost credit like she deserves her roses and flowers um because it all it all culminated from her own internal idea we wanted to start a reading center i think that's mm-hmm. where it really started um when we first met i i knew i knew that she was the one i, I just i would give her flowers right in this on this platform mm-hmm. because i don't think i would be where i'm where i'm at right now if i didn't if we didn't go down this journey of okay we see some gaps we see some some things that just our community is struggling with. And and my mm-hmm. wife, we had, um, I wanna say it was 2000, God, 2010, really. And we sat down and we had dinner and she was like, you know, babe, I'm just seeing, you know, our black and brown kids struggle, you know, with reading. And I'm like, you know, cause this is something that we don't talk about, um, unfortunately, as a society of how, if kids are not really reading at a third grade level, by third grade, it's really hard to even be successful. Um, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but it's pretty staggering, um, especially when it comes to our black and brown uh, children. It's like, how do we 
you know, how do we set them up for success? And so when, when she told me that, it really intrigued me. I said, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. And she said, you know, I just, I just really want to help, you know, our young kids succeed. And, I, you know, for me, I'm on this journey of trying to help in general, but I'm in corporate at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all these big companies, you know, they're just, just throwing money, you know, at, at these causes, which I don't judge, I get it. But I'm like, well, why are we not talking about reading? Why are we not talking about literacy, whether it be financial literacy or, or just reading and writing in general, right? Like, how do we get to that level of um, everybody has the same privilege to be able to learn or be taught this stuff, right? And so when she when she said that to me initially, in my mind, I was like, okay, you know, you can go to these other reading centers, what's, what's going to be different, right? And as we started to play with the idea over the, you know, the next, I would say, five or six years, you know, we started to realize, okay, I'm doing things that, you know, people are asking for more coaching, they're asking for more of our advice. You know, I'm, I'm liking this more than I'm liking my nine to five, right? I'm, I love to help. Mm-hmm. It's direct impact. And so we literally just over dinner one night, we just said, wouldn't, wouldn't it be crazy? <laughs> hmm, wouldn't it be crazy if we just started our own thing? And she was like, you know what? I'm going to look into that. And so literally that night she went and got, um, she's a, a licensed uh, child care professional as well. So mm. she started in that realm and we started to go down this realm of child care. Mm. And literally as we're, as we're putting the, this business plan together, um, which shout out, you, you need a good team. I'm just going to be mm. real. You need a good team because it's, it's really hard to start something on your own, but the idea has to come from somewhere. The, the vision has to come from somewhere, but mm-hmm. we've had a good, slew of people around us you know obviously (laughs) lady (laughs) howard here um and and i'm saying and we and we and we were able to see that need over and over and over and we just said you know what let's just let's just do it like let's just start it and uh 2017 2018 she she got her professional certification there and that was the culmination of that but it but it started out of a out of a need right that we kept Mm -hmm. seeing that our kids were not being taught science of reading, like really how to sound out words, how to, you know, phonetically understand it, you know, and and phonics, things like that, where I was just like, oh, I know how to read. <laughs> you know, I, I remember being taught how to read, but I, I didn't understand the journey until I reflected back, right, mm. on how I was taught. And from that, you know, we said, okay, well, how, well, how would it look? Right. We're visualizing. We're using some of these techniques that I've learned before I learned about coaching, mm-hmm. visualizing. What would it look like if we started something together? Maybe I bring some of the skills that I love to the table mm-hmm. and you bring some of your skills to the table. And that was kind of how it started. But to to bring it together, we didn't understand what we didn't understand as far as <laughs> how do you build it? Like your vision, but how do you build it in a way that's going to be sustainable, that's going to be representative, representative mm-hmm. a representation of mm-hmm. the, the culture that you want to see, right? And how do you model yeah. that? And so that is something that we had to really learn and, and had some hard lessons from just corporate. And that's not the way to, to, to model it, right? After a corporation, model it after your own, your own ideals and principles. And that's kind mm-hmm. of, there's been this five-year journey of discovery rediscovery mm. try it again right and it's been this 
beautiful mixture of her her spirit her her perspective my spirit my perspective and this constant learning curve that we have and once again i'm thankful for you being here and giving us these tools to learn about culture and learn about you know how do we set ourselves up from the start mm -hmm. to be successful right and not try to change as you you know five or six years down the line you know you're already setting your ways at that point so how do you really intentionally say i want this culture to be about this or about mm -hmm. that and and really do that that's where i really appreciate this opportunity to share this story um, with you and your audience because it's I don't think we we have a lot of these genesis stories where you know mm -hmm. companies are being built or people have ideas of how they want to come you know show up in the world and it, and it does start with a mindset of it's not just about me it's about how do i set not only my myself now my future self up my future family mm -hmm. my future community how do we do that and i think if that's at the forefront of your mind then i think the the quality of your decisions will be that much crisper and mm -hmm. um yeah, um, that's where we are with it. So. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what you're talking about, which is really, um, it's really kind of hit me here as we're, we're talking about this together, is we're kind of redefining the playbook. Mm. You know, I think many of the businesses, many of the large businesses, even small businesses, tech startups, are built on, uh, I would just say, a maybe traditional paradigm around how a business is supposed to be built yeah. It's not focused on community and culture. It might be focused more on profits and shareholders. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there's all these models of business. I'm sure people who've gotten their MBAs have learned about these different models. But are are these models incorporating things like equity, yeah. uh, like community, like sustainability of a, an organizational culture? Um, I yeah. think that's where, you know, people like you who are building businesses with those things in mind and kind of redefining the playbook, which I'm very excited about because now that you have your coaching certification, you could scale that and you could yeah. talk to other social, socially conscious business owners who want to do something similar to create uh, kind of this new wave of, of, of business and, and values around business. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I, thank you for that, that, that segue to how literally I was seeing these things as I was working in corporate and I'm like, mm -hmm. why, why are we saying these things, you know, but I don't see the, I don't see the, the consistent action and I'm not blaming anybody. Right. I'm just like, okay, I see these, these initiatives get rolled out mm. and it's just my, my own, you know, my own journey, but I didn't see a lot of the continuous action behind it. And, and it was just, it wasn't like it was a kick in the face. It was just like, okay, well, if this is really where the priority is, like, how do we, how do we honor that? How do we show that? And model that, right? Because you have to model it from top down, I believe. Like, I can't, as a leader, right? I can't just say, you need to be able to do this, this, and this, and then I'm out here a while and now. And, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, yeah. I'm not living the values that I'm asking my, you know, my, uh, the people that I work with. I don't even like to say people that work for me. We work together as a, as a team, mm -hmm. right? I just might have this quote unquote title of leader, but we're all leaders, right? And I just didn't see that type of, consistency and it was just like man is it is it me like <laughs> and so mm. i think that right there like you said it it was i was longing for something for acceptance in a place where maybe that wasn't ingratiated into the culture it was just more of 
do this, go home, do this, go home. And for me, I wanted to build something not only for the particular businesses I was working for at the time, but I wanted to build something for my family, right? So mm-hmm. if, if half of me is feeling great about what I'm doing, I go home and I'm feeling excited about being able to bring revenue home, right, resources. But then I go to the place where I'm getting these resources from or I'm spending, you know, 10 hour days, 11 hour days. I would just, I just wasn't as fulfilled as I was actually talking to my clients, talking to my, to, to my community members and asking them directly, hey, what are you seeing? Mm-hmm. And the main thing was this: I don't, I don't feel seen. I don't feel that where I'm working, and these are my clients I'm talking to. Just, mm-hmm. you know, they're asking me for advice. Like, you seem happy. You seem like you got it all together. And I'm like, yo, don't, <laughs> no, this is daily work, man. Like, I get up, like, <laughs> okay, I know I'm gonna go into this place. I'm gonna be met with some resistance. Mm-hmm. Now I can show up how I need to show up, or I can show up how I want to show up. Which is, I'm there to make sure that I bring the best energy I can. And I'm representing my family in the best way. And so I took that and I said, okay, if I can't get this in this particular place, then we have to create that. And that is scary. That is super scary. Um, but five years later, um, here we are, right? Like, I mean, I, we were talking about this, what, four or five years ago, right? Just sitting mm-hmm. on the on the pier there and having a conversation with your, with your lovely husband, who's <laughs> one of my best friends, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, you can't, you can't make that up. Like that's that, that generousness, that genuineness of people really trying to help. Like you, you gravitate to each other. Like that gravitas is there. And I wasn't getting that honestly. in in, in some of the, the cultures that I was lending my skills to, and mm. it, it just didn't seem right to, sit there and put energy down a, a a a pit that you weren't getting any return on investment in. And yeah. um and I'm just enjoying being here with you now to see, you know, the fruits of your labor as well and your stick to itness. Um mm-hmm. and your journey of of trying to understand how do we impact culture. And I have I have a question if you don't mind. I know this yeah, is please. your show. <laughs> No. Throw the question my way. I love it. Um like, how did you know, like, you were in the right, or you were moving into the right space for you? Because I know your journey was uh, very interesting, and it still continues to have this super amazing arc, which I'm proud to have seen, the, like I said, the genesis of this. Like, how did you know, like, you were moving in that direction for you? Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of goes back, you know, you talk about us sitting sitting on the, the pier uh, in Seattle, so... Um, you know, Alan, myself, his wife, my husband, uh, were the, the the great duo. I think in Seattle, we'd <laughs> hang out. We didn't we didn't hang out enough because we ended up moving. But um, you know, we would just kind of sit at the pier and talk and visualize. And I think you know, taking myself back to that place, um, you know, I was in a position where, similar to what you mentioned, which was I was hearing all of this talk and beautiful language about change but I wasn't seeing the action. And yeah. it, it was very clear to me what the path was. I know how humans work. I have a background in psychology. You know, I use concepts from things like anthropology, from neuroscience, like all these very yeah. like specific human conditions that tell us how humans behave. You know, um, yep. I'm no mind reader. Like I'm not <laughs> saying that I am, but I know about human behavior and I know how 
people feel uh, recognized or dignified or, and all those things can drive action. Yeah. So um, I felt like I had the formula and I was just being buffered over and over again. Um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, my yeah, voice yeah. wasn't being yeah. amplified. I was in positions where I didn't have a seat at the table. Um, you know, I was um, saying things that were challenging and scary for executives to hear again, because they built their business in a very specific structural way. And I'm telling them to break that shit basically, you know, and it's like, that's scary. That's scary. Right. So, so yeah, so I kind of felt like I had the formula and, um, you know, when we moved back to Chicago, uh, COVID hit right afterwards and it was scary for all of us. And I just, you know, I asked myself, like, if I'm not going to do this, when, when am I going to do it? Like, I cannot be kind of in this place of stagnation anymore. You know, we are, we are at this pivot point. Like you can feel the tectonic shift happening under Absolutely. us. Um, Absolutely. So do I want to like be a part of that change or do I just want to continue to operate in a system that's not really aligned to what I'm looking to build? So, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was really the, the epiphany, uh, you know, Norris, my husband was a huge, huge proponent of that. So I will also give him uh, props here because having a member of, you know, a partnership say, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to leave my job and do this thing that is like, there's no guarantee that it's going to be yeah. successful. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot of trust, as you know. <laughs> oh, so absolutely. I I would love to hear more about that from your perspective too. Like how did that, I mean, it sounds like you all had that like conversation together and it like came together really beautifully, but. No, uh, we didn't. No, oh, no. <laughs> no we didn't. That's, okay. So that's, that's a cool, that's a cool caveat. No, we, I think it just, because of the, the way my wife is wired, like she's just she, like, if she has an idea, like she's just, she's just going to go do it. And I, and I admire that so much about her. And and I think where I bring the the extra layer of accountability is I'm just going to ask a, a, a question of, okay, have we considered this, right? Like, mm-hmm. that it. That's it. Like, I'm not trying to tell her, like, you don't need to do that. Like, why are you doing this? It sounds crazy. No, that's not. I've learned that lesson. That's not, that's not me, right? No, but, but, man, but, but in general, <laughs> no, but, but just, I've learned that lesson. Like, I've, I've, I've realized that she's. She has her way. She's going to, and that's great. That's a beautiful quality. I know for me, like I'm more, I'm not reserved. I'm impromptu, right? Like I love extemporaneous mm-hmm. stuff, but I also like to have a little bit of structure, right? Like I like, I like to know, okay, Tuesday at 11, we're going to sit down mm-hmm. and chat. Like whatever happens after that is, is, you know, it's all good. But I like to, I like to kind of know. And mm-hmm. she was just like, you know what? I'm just starting. I was like, oh, Okay. When? Like in a couple of weeks, she's like, nope, I just, I made a few calls and I'm getting ready to be certified as a childcare specialist because that's where it started. And then it morphed into the academy where, you know, I came in and landed my skills. But she's like, no, no, I'm just going to, I was like, oh, okay. How can I support you? You know? And so it was, the, but the conversations though, I think, because this is so new to both of us, right? Like I had started the business before. Oh God, back in 2005, it was a data entry business. I did some, some mm. like freelance work before it was cool. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, but the freedom that I, that I got from that, it never left me because I was able to do my own schedule, my own hours, which is of course beautiful, but people don't see the other side of that is that the behind the scenes stuff that happens, you got to get up and, you know, pardon me if you hear that noise in the back, 
Um, you got to get up and, you know, at odd hours maybe to, to field calls or you have to you know, support your clients or your community in a different way. And, and I was like, okay, I, I, I know this is going to be difficult. We've never done it before. Nobody in our family has done this before. Mm-hmm. Not that they couldn't, it's just they chose different choices. Um, mm-hmm. And so that in itself caused a little bit of anxiety, as you can imagine, right? Like this is something new. Um, she She left what she knew and said, okay, I trust that you're, at this time, I'm still working. I'm bringing home the, the, the bacon, if you will. <laughs> and um, and so she's she's like, all right, I trust that you're going to, you know, get up and go do this job that maybe you don't have the, you don't have your full heart in it, but, you know, mm-hmm. the, the benefits of going to work and doing the work, bringing back the, the resources. Now it's going to allow us to start this business and then allow us to break free from that like you said, that old paradigm of you mm-hmm. have to work a nine to five to be successful, or you must work for this big company to be successful, you know, no. And I can say there was some tension. I think um, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to talk about some of that stuff that happens when you're, especially when you're a partner with a partner, right? Like you're, you're mm-hmm. this is a family business, right? Or, you know, we're, we're, we're leaning it towards being a family business, but it also means that there's personalities and conflicts that come up that maybe once again you don't have all the tools to be able to manage some of these conflicts or some of the imposter syndrome that comes with oh i'm doing this you know the way society wants me to do it or am i doing it the way that i really want to do it and in a way that's indicative of who i am and that and that stuff nobody teaches you that stuff right um and i'm saying for me i can tell you exactly on my journey when I said, okay, I want to go back and become a life coach. I want to understand not only for myself, like some of these tools that I didn't, you know, I wasn't afforded, not because people didn't try to help, but we weren't talking about mindfulness, you know, in the eighties, nineties, you know, at least in the black community, in the Brown community, mm-hmm. we weren't talking about, unfortunately, these things that were taboo, you know, we're talking about culture, right? Like, what does mm-hmm. that look like setting people up for success and, and taking ego, out of all of that decisions, right? Because it's like, oh, I'm gonna do it because I think it's the right thing, but I'm also gonna do it because it's gonna prop me up. And that's that's never the way to to give something, right? And I promise you, I didn't have these this awareness when I first we first started out on this journey. It was like, we just wanna do something. And it's like, okay, go. Resources be damned, right? <laughs> we we didn't we didn't have any social media at the time. We didn't have really any idea which is like we know we don't want to be stagnant like you said right we don't want us to sit here and squander the gifts you know that god has given us and and in his daily work like you're working with your partner every day like you said that trust mm-hmm. you know that you had in norris right that trust that you have in you know yourself that he has in you right that that comes with a daily dose of hey i'm just i'm scared man I, mm-hmm. are you are you feeling scared yes okay huh it's not just me right and now we can have this this vulnerable conversation of how do we go forward together, right? Mm-hmm. And and now that now that you gave me that idea, honestly, like I, I want to bring it back full circle to what mm-hmm. just in general co- corporate culture and 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 just business culture. If we're not thinking about long term things, you're gonna get short term gains, and that's mm-hmm. it, right? But long term gains is how do you sustain this? this ideal, this principle of do no harm, right? Like that has to be, 
I think for us, that's the first part. We, when, we, when we serve our clients in our community, we're looking at it from how do we serve them, right? We're not, how do we, not how do we serve ourselves first. That's the ancillary benefit. We're going to get the, the revenue, whatever that is, right? The, the reputation, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's coming in, how can I serve you, right? How can I serve them? <laughs> mm-hmm. How can we serve each other? And then I think that is the paradigm shift that we're, we're seeing out here. And I hope that it's becoming a lot more prevalent of I can't give you what I don't have. If I don't have that peace of mind or that or that that vision of a better life for myself, a better life for my family, a better life for the people that I serve, then there's no way that I can exude that in my day to day life, right? Or my day to day dealings. And that is the I think that's the nuance that we're missing, unfortunately. Um mm-hmm. as people are building businesses or, or or companies are starting to shift. They they realize that you got to be a little bit more a little bit more nuanced than just general and cookie cutterish or canned right like it's no mm-hmm. can type of social responsibility right other than do no harm right just go out there mm-hmm. and try to bring value versus take the value right I think that's the mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing people are realizing that I can't I can't just be out here just taking expecting to receive as well so yeah. 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 And I think it's a whole different, again, a whole different view of what it means to build a business and a platform. And um, so if folks wanted to work with you, because I think there's a lot of different fronts that I'm hearing around your expertise, you know, you've, you've built a business that's centered around social impact. I think your definition of leadership and how that's a responsibility and how we can instill some of those values Um, Or even, you know, I think about family owned businesses, that is something that um, I think that that generational handed handing down businesses, wealth, all of that, I think is a really important um, uh, factor to start to think about for our communities, because we, we, I, I, nothing was handed down to me or you, right? (laughs) We're kind of, we're starting here. Uh, We're starting here and trying to create the future. So how can people work with you? What's the best way? Um, how, uh, where can people reach out to you? Give us all the details. That's fair. That's fair. And, and I'm, 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 I try to be super transparent, um, because somebody's on their journey right now, starting or trying to start with maybe just an idea. Right. Um, I literally just, I have my IG. I've had that for a six years, but I never used it. I was just like, ah, technology, smology, right? I'm a big tech proponent, which is weird. Like it's such an oxymoron. Like I love tech, but I know that you can get sucked into it if you're not, if you're not mm. diligent about it. And so I literally have just revamped my social media. Um, so if, if people want to reach out to me, honestly, I'll, we can talk Calendly. I'll leave my Calendly link um, mm-hmm. in the show notes and things of that nature. But IG, you can check me out at Seance. S-A-Y-A-H-N-C-E. And um, that's a whole nother podcast if you want to talk about where that name came from. That's that's back <laughs> when I was doing some of my MC work. And, nice. and yeah, I, I, I used to dabble a little bit. And I think I would love to tell the, the listeners a little bit more of my background because I think mm-hmm. people get to us this, this notion of you just started here. And I'm like, there's a whole slew of, of jobs, a whole slew of, I guess, certifications that we can talk about. But I think 
I like to preface that by saying I I have an electrical engineering degree at Illinois Institute of Technology. Ended up getting the master certification in project management, Stevens Institute. I ended up having my international, excuse me, integration integrated business acquisition uh, process. I'm certified in that. Uh, I'm also a Lean Six Sigma Green Belt mm. certified life coach uh, through the Jay Shetty Certification mm-hmm. School. And I'm working on now, I'm getting ready to go back and get my MBA. I'm looking at that in the next fall. Um, I want to go back for psychology, um, actually, and do, uh, yeah, like critical thinking and decision making. Mm-hmm. I've been very interested in how people make decisions and the quality of decisions, how that affects your lives. And so bringing all of this, literally mm-hmm. all of this together, that is what has happened over these last four years is taking all these skills and putting it into my coaching practice put it into our academy and really taking a holistic approach to how we solve problems, not just in corporate America or business, mm-hmm. but life problems. So taking all of this literally 20 years of experience and bringing it to, um, to my clients, to my community, to my family, that is the, that is the work, right? And that is what we do mm-hmm. uh, at Bite Size Academy and Bite Size Coaching and Consulting is our subsidiary of, of that. So, yeah, I mean, I like people to know who they're who they're dealing with, right? It's not because we can we 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 can laugh and joke. We're, we we love to be as professional as we are, you know, fun. So that I think mm-hmm. that's the the caveat um, for those that don't know us or and see us when we have mm-hmm. our banter and our behind the scenes stuff. But but it's always been um, a, a spirit of uplifting each other, a spirit of um, just being there for each other. I think that's what first of all inspired me to even do my own podcast. I think you were a really big proponent in that seeing you were not just talking about it. You were like, look, I'm going to go do it. And that is inspirational. So I want to at least let you know, you inspired me to, to continue down this journey of, of, you know, self-discovery and, and, you know, just being an example of what's possible. So um, just honored, honestly, to be able to have this conversation <laughs> with you and, and do it this way. Cause we have, I know we have a lot of conversations and, some of those are epic conversations. I was like, we should man, just click is... record every time we talk. Yeah. And... <laughs> we might have to do that, honestly. They're gonna be like, man, we get tired of seeing this guy on this, <laughs> you know. Every other but, week, you yeah. can just become a co-host. I love it. <laughs> Don't tell me what a good time. I'm, I'm there. Like you know, just I let me it. know. Um, I will, mm. I will do it. So hey, I'm down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, I just. Alan, you've been a great just support system, hype man, friend, family, all all the things. So thank you so much for your time. Um, There's never enough time to to get through all the things we want to get through, but I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. If you all want to work with Alan, uh, we'll we'll be sure to include some information in the show notes so you can reach him, learn more about the academy and the coaching and consulting practice and um, we'll see you soon, Alan. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are, you are just a light of the world. I'm going to tell you. Oh literally. my gosh, stop. I'm going to have you, you on every are. podcast episode just to hype me up. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the, the fact. Like I, That's my claim to fame. Like, I'm, I'm not out here just blowing smoke. Like It's literally every time we, we get to hang out together, Like it's literally like just a beautiful experience. Like We never walked away feeling like, okay like it's always like man 
that's something to think about. Like literally, it's always inspirational. I think that's the that's the nuance, right? When you really walk in your gifts and you really accept who you are and who you're becoming, and you don't resist that, right? I think that's what's happening. And companies and cultures are they're just putting things out to just make money. It's like, no, you gotta know your personnel in and out. Like, and then that's when you get the maximum value, not only for you, but for your business and your culture. Mm. You know, it's so I'm I'm excited because I know that there's there's always gonna be work to do here and I think people mm-hmm. are really starting to get it and and just not take themselves so seriously. I think we get so uptight like when things don't go right or they're not going the way that they should. So if I can leave with one thing, just hey, just don't take yourself so seriously and it's okay to make mistakes. Like that's mm-hmm. part of the process of learning and growing. So yeah. I appreciate you, Alan. I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast again, but thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>